BSRC, the Boston Surface Railroad Company, BSRC.com. Need a medical marijuana recommendation like I did? Do what I did. CanacareDocs.com. Compassionate, compliant, and confidential. Go where I went, Mike Can, to get my medical recommendation in Massachusetts. CanacareDocs.com. If you're suffering like I am from back pain, or maybe you have MS, post-traumatic stress, seizures, AIDS, cancer, glaucoma. If you're suffering from pain like I am daily, call CanacareDocs.com. It's a much safer way to go. No opiates. You want medical legal cannabis? CanacareDocs.com. Convenient, nine Massachusetts locations, Peabody, Quincy, Waltham, Brockton, Stoughton, South Dennis, Cape Cod, Fall River, and Worcester. Also, I forgot, Seekonk, also in the states of Delaware, Connecticut, Rhode Island, Maine, and coming soon to New Hampshire and New York, it's CanacareDocs.com. Get your medical recommendation, get legal, CanacareDocs.com. Welcome to the Young Jerks. Uh, we're running late today. We got a packed studio. Yeah, a packed studio for the start of the show, and I'm going to blame the Outlaw Roadshow before us. I think it's payback. <laughs> I think right. we started something last week with that. With uh, maybe uh, I'm, 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 you know, I asked Herbie about it, and he said, uh, he said, how could you not be offended by what we said last week or something like that, right, Herbie? <laughs> Game of Thrones is a national treasure, and it should be respected as such. What is oh, Game, Game of, of Thrones? Thrones? <laughs> So this is a Game of Thrones pushback? Wow. Well, he did talk about it for a really long time. You guys hated on it. So now he's making our show run late. I'm we're, not we're, saying we're, that. We're, we're coming out of the break at 6.05. Usually we're out at like 6.01. People are waiting. They want. We have a big show today. Well, we, we're even wasting time from the outside. I know. On yeah. Ryan Spaulding, the show that comes before us, the Outlaw Road Show. It's a hit show on WEMF Radio. Yeah. And we're known to clash a little bit. Yeah. Well, he does give me bourbon at least. Yeah, he does. I mean, I like... I'm I'm glad he's here. Uh, there's a little weed left on the on the counter here too, as well for us. So. <laughs> right, some scraps he tosses our way. Yeah, we're the Young Jerks on WEMF Radio. We do have a serious show today. Yep. Uh, my name's Mike Crawford. I'm Lauren Pespiza. You do that really well now. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I'm getting uh, my radio voice on. Yeah, I don't have a radio voice. I <laughs> just uh, whatever. Six one seven five hundred seventy one hundred is the phone number. Um, today, I mean, I actually, before we get into even, we have a big show. We have a lot of people in the studio. Uh, we just, you know, recap some of the news from last week real quick because we had some candidates for office on the show last week. Right. So we actually do have um, the, the results. Know, results and Salisbury. Yep. For Mass Salisbury. Selectman. Yep. We had uh, Gil Medeiros uh, phone call last week. Uh, we were wishing him well, as well as Ron Ali. Uh, Ronna Lee Ron Ray Parrot. Ron yeah, Ron Ronna Lee Ron Ray Parrot. She won. She won. She yeah. won big, too. Gil didn't win, but at least we got one. Yeah, we got one. We had one on the show that uh, beat the incumbent. And the other person, Gil, he, he came really close. That right. was a close election. He almost beat the incumbent as well. Uh, I hope he continues to seek public office. I liked him last week. Yeah. He was honest. Uh, he, you know. She I, she yeah. she was more focused, I think, on people's issues like res like housing and stuff like that, which I think maybe pushed her, gave her a little advantage, maybe with the people there. But well, I think some of that maybe was uh, there was less scandal around her. Oh, that's <laughs> more that positive. Too. Yeah, uh, that's true. There was some issues with the newspaper coverage and some of his past right, that people right. had questioned about. Yeah, that's but true. I still think I uh, that. <laughs> even looking into you know the the the, the sordid stories, I I really thought that. Uh, Medeiros was a good choice for uh, Salisbury. I wish he had he had uh, taken it because I think that uh, 
he also had issues which were you know a, a lot around the business in the way that business right. was treated in the town of salisbury and so it's an interesting election i'm glad we could uh, participate up in salisbury yeah uh we wish them both the best of luck going forward and uh, i hope gil medeiros runs again yeah. and i know that rona lee is going to be a great selectman yeah, up in salisbury and, and maybe some of those issues she can help solved now that she's on there you know? yeah exactly <laughs> we talked about uh, affordable housing that's right, what right. she's been uh, working on up there which nice. is great um again we're the young jerks we we cover a lot of politics uh there were some other things we wanted to talk about today too we got some new videos that we've been posting on our facebook oh, yeah. page uh related uh to the legalization of marijuana in massachusetts the latest is curb your reefer madness uh it's created by a group uh uh, it's created by a group that is uh, campaign for a safe and healthy Massachusetts uh, kind of parody website. It's uh, putting out their information and having some fun with it. Uh, we have a phone call. I don't actually even actually want to probably take a phone call at this point. We got so much in the show. If uh, people call and they can call in later, I know I put out the number, but we got a lot we got to get to. Uh, campaign for a safe and healthy Massachusetts right now uh, is you know the campaign against marijuana legalization in massachusetts <laughs> and wow. this this group that's got this youtube uh have you know we've spoken to some of our friends i don't know if they want to be outed who it is but uh we'll find out on that but we're going to continue to post all their videos and uh post them through the young jerks as well because uh, i think it's great information people need to know what's going on right now right um so th that's a couple things um we should talk about some of the guests that we have on the show right now lauren uh the biggest one uh that we're about to introduce uh, to kick it off right now, it's very topical in the news. It's been a he, big week. <laughs> yeah, it's been a big, big week, and we're going to talk to uh, a veteran named Stephen Mandeli, Mandeli, um, and you know about his some of his history uh, serving for the United States um, in the military, and just recently what happened this week with some of the local politicians and his campaign uh, for medical marijuana for vet veterans. Excuse me, um, and also in the studio we have uh, Aaron who's running uh, with the Pirate Party. You know him a lot about this, don't you, Lars? Yeah, he's running uh, as for state rep for the um, 26th district, right? 27. 27th district of Massachusetts. So that's um, like Somerville, Medford. Um, I never care about the numbers, to be honest with you. Like what I just want to know what cities, you know? <laughs> yeah, Somerville. Medford, Somerville, he's running as a pirate. And so he's um, challenging, ooh, what was her name? Denise Provost. Denise Provost, thank you. Um, Denise Provost, and he's, uh, yes, he just recently announced his um, campaign. And, and we're going to so be talking to him. Here. Yep, he's in the studio with us, too. Yeah, he's and in the studio. And we also have uh, Laurie uh, Fusco-Hammond, who uh, is you know, about autism and uh, some of the, uh, the what, what do we call this, her campaign. I, I, that's what I would say, her education campaign. We'll, we'll talk to her about it. But it's really about uh, creating education and awareness um, on and in some training uh, in just uh, the movie that we're going to be talking about today. It brings awareness to the subject. Uh, what happens when police come, you know, come up upon someone who's autistic, and you know, how can we make sure that everyone's safe? And right. you know, today even, you know, we're in Massachusetts. We're talking about police brutality because of what just happened up in New Hampshire, right. where the state, uh, uh, mass state police, you know, there was a car chase, and you know, the whole thing. We'll talk about some of that today. And that's like your worst nightmare as a parent if you have an right. autistic child. So we're going to talk to them <laughs> about what they're doing to raise awareness and fundraising and uh, a big event I believe that they're, ha they're having uh, upcoming and, and some of the things that you can do to help. Uh, we've had her on the show in the past. We got her friend, uh, I got the name because she gave me a good reminder, Adrian, Adrian, uh, like Rocky, Adrian, she's also here to talk about it. So uh, we got a full studio, a lot to do. 
So why don't we introduce, bring on the first guest? And yeah. uh, oh, actually, we also have to say is uh, Rhodes is here as well. We've, yep. we've got a tight leash on him. He knows. I told him I'm in a bad mood. I have an ease. <laughs> he, put a, he, he put a muscle on him, right? right? <laughs> That's perfect, Rhodes. Less is more. That was, do that again one more time. <laughs> Different dog bark. Oh, man. I love dogs. So you <laughs> That's can, right. Anytime I get mad, just give the dog bark, and I'll be like happy as can be. And Dan the man, too. Uh, I could give him a warning. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't think uh, you should be calling in the beginning of the show if that was you. I don't know if I it was. But I don't think it because was. Because I have a feeling, Dan, you have not called the governor of Massachusetts. And if you haven't, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, bro? No, it wasn't Dan. He hit me up, actually. It wasn't. He's it was afraid. He knows. No, right, right. Yeah. He knows. Yeah. He yeah. knows better. All right. So we, uh, in the studio right now, we want to introduce... Uh, the gentleman that was up at the state house all week—he was all literally, week. yeah, sleeping up there. With uh, his injuries. Pictures in the morning, pictures in the afternoon, pictures in the day. Yeah. Putting out videos. Uh, I love it because he's very passionate about this. And, and he's calling attention, get, trying to get the attention of our favorite person. That, and it's working. Yeah, I mean, it actually works. It work. You know, it's. This is really tough work sometimes. Uh, yeah. You you wonder like what's you know valuable and what you can do and we had our beer versus joint challenge. We were yeah. trying to push that. But and and went, this kind of takes it. over this week, and it's almost like we don't need to do it anymore because no. Steven's here doing something that's even the next level. Um, I posted it on some of the Reddit sites that I frequent, um, and you know some of our stuff gets some views and some up votes. But when I posted the videos of Steven this week, it was like the highest rated thing I've seen on some of these local uh, Reddit, uh, like Boston Trees, Trees Boston, those Reddits. Uh, one of them was like 50-something up. You know what I mean? It just you don't usually see anything over a half a dozen or a dozen likes up, wow. and it was like right. number one by far. Yeah, well, uh, it was a lot of it yeah. was people are reacting to this. He's a veteran. Uh, he was, uh, you know, disabled, uh, serving his country overseas, uh, and now uh, he, you know, after uh, being given over and over again opiates and being addicted to them through the VA and getting off and getting off of them through cannabis. His goal is to make sure that that is there for all veterans. And even for himself, he still has these issues where uh, he can't get the medic medication just like me, you know, like all of us are facing. But it's uh, especially uh, important when we're looking at veterans, this whole veterans issue, because we're seeing, you know, the number one, I would say, leading, you know, issues in opiates right now, are the veterans who are getting them from the VA, which is like a, a you talk about a supply line right. of drugs. Right, no I kidding, mean, right? You're giving them for free, just handing them out. And, you know, you also have athletes. I look at, I keep talking about those two because I see that a lot now. Um, and I'm an athlete, so I can recognize that. And I see Steven here and the veterans, and he's telling me the stories. And, you know, they can't afford it, but they go to the VA, they can get opiates. They right. can't afford the medical cannabis, which is not addictive, which is not toxic, and, and it helps Stephen get off opiates. And uh, Stephen's been out at the state house, basically asking, begging for a meeting with Charlie Governor, uh, I mean, uh, Governor Charlie Baker. Right. Demanding, basically. Who said he had no time. His staff said they had no time. They've been, they had no, well, no he, response to us. Right. No response to Andrew Q over the months. Andrew's been calling... He's a member of the media. He called like eight times about our joint. Right. They don't even respond to him. And same with me. I've been in the media. They don't respond to <laughs> no, me. No, they, they don't. You know, they well, don't. He, we didn't camp out for a week like he did. So Stephen camps out and still out. no response. Um, but all of a sudden, the media, we got some, Nicole Snow made a call. 
And I and I followed up too on on her call and and hit up the uh, state house news service as well and said, well, where are you guys? Because I saw Stephen hitting up a lot of the media and Twitter, and none of them responded. Uh, and state house news service came out and wrote a story uh, that's published on at least one newspaper, the Berkshire Eagle. Uh, they were great to publish that story. It's an excellent story. And uh, now hopefully we have some progress. We're going to introduce Stephen to the show. We're going to give you a big round of applause, yes, bro, right thank now. You. Thank you for coming to the show. Yeah! Welcome back. Welcome, Stephen. Thank you. Thank you very much. So, um, what's up, bro? Like, because there's news, I think. What, what, like, tell us about your week. Tell us about everything. Uh, it's a crazy week. I'm just glad to be showered and sleeping in my own bed now. Um, <laughs> nothing but respect for uh, the homeless that are fighting, you know, to, to, to not be on the streets. Um, they go through hell every night, every day. Um, so, yeah, I just got, uh, I got tired of hearing that there was no time. Um, when there's 24 hours in the day. So I decided if I was gonna ask someone to be available to me, I would make myself available for 24 hours. So I put myself right out there, you know, put my, put my big butt on the street, um, had my sign um, asking for, for a meeting. Uh, everyone that, well not everyone, but the people I talked to, the people that asked questions, um, they really wanted to talk and find out what was going on, why veterans, why it's happening. Um, and as soon as I gave them facts about what was going on, as soon as I gave them facts about you know, my own personal story of coming off of, you know, I ran the gauntlet of opiates and pain medications for 10 years. Uh, I was on fentanyl for the last five years. It really, it really extinguished, like, basically the life out of me. You know, I didn't want to be alive. I thought about what I would look like dead all the time. I thought about how I could take my own life without shaming my family, and oh, it was disgusting. Um, my wife begged me to start trying to use cannabis as soon as it became available. So as soon as the first dispensary opened up in this past June, I believe, um, I started right away. I told Had my, you ever used cannabis before that? Uh, no, no, not like that, no. I mean, I think I might have tried it in high school, whatever. You know, yeah. Had, had right. my, my time with it like, every, like most kids do. Well, you were in the military, too. So. Yeah. Um, True. The, uh, so, and also, what happened? Like, you tell, I, I read some stories about this. What happened to you in the military, real quick, so people have an understanding when you got hurt? Uh, I injured uh, my spinal cord. I was in a, a small Humvee accident. Nothing, nothing, you know, it's not, a, it's not a great, fun story to tell. It was just unfortunate. But it's an accident. Right. These things happen right. while you're working. On a convoy, I had to crash through a vehicle that was, you know, fitting descriptions of look out, he might blow up. So I just crashed right through him. Um, wow. So it sent. Uh, six different discs just popping out each side of my out of my spine, uh, just pinching on all the nerves. Uh, it went on for too long, and now, you know, those nerves are, are just permanently damaged. And it's you've just, tried some stuff, like you you wanted. To, I don't know if you ever did yeah. like some of those other experimental treatments, but you were looking at everything, weren't you? Everything. I have a spinal stimulator implant. That's yeah. Um, wow. You have. How does that work? Does that help? Because I, no. I wonder. No. It, it worked for. Um, like maybe four or five months, but then it just like everything else. It's you. You get tolerance. You turn it all the way up, and sooner or later you stop feeling it. Yeah. And the pain just comes back. So, I mean, I I said, hey, if it's if it if if it could work, let's try it. You know, I did every sort of therapy, um, acupuncture, massages, everything to yeah. try to help with it. I understand that because yeah. people always say that to me, "Have you tried this?" It's like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> I tried everything, bro. Yeah. And the best thing uh, I felt as well, you know, it's. It's amazing what this plan can do for some people. You know, not all of us doesn't work for everybody, but right. for those who does, it, it should be the first you know treatment, the first choice in my opinion. I tried all these other things and suffered so much, and 
all of a sudden I found something that really does help, and it's like you said, it, yeah. it, it it doesn't sap your energy. It actually does the opposite. It makes you like I should be in a terrible mood today. All these bad things have happened to me today. Uh, honestly, like you know how those yep. little setbacks that hit yep. you back. You know, take a little medication, and I'm feeling ready to work and do business. I haven't even eaten today, and I should eat, <laughs> but, you know, I'm ready to go. It's the perfect plant. I mean, there's two different kinds. There's one for the day, one for the night. Yeah. I mean, I mean it doesn't – I was taking <laughs> – If you get the good stuff, which, right. I, right. Had, which yeah. I had today, obviously. Right. <laughs> I, I mean, I replaced, I replaced 40 pills a day with a plant. Right. And it pissed me off that that wasn't my first option, was something safe. My first option was – poison that is isn't that astonishing that that people will be okay with you taking the 40 pills some right. people out there right. and that's what they don't realize like we're not just talking about one pill we're talking about 40 times 7 times 52 times 20 right. Do you understand like when you're on something uh you have chronic pain it doesn't go away it's not no. something that you have for uh, a couple days or a week like most people when they get sick this is something that we we are going to have to take this every day like, I've been doing it for 17 years. How many years, Stephen, have you been dealing with this back issue? Uh, it's been, it was 2005, so 11 years. Yeah, been. and how, how much life do you have left? A lot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was tw I was 27 when it happened. I'm 38 now, but, I mean, my spine is fused together. I've had multiple back you surgeries. You had the fusion? Yep. Did they help yep. at all? No. Oh. Another. I mean, it was failed surgeries, but, like, whatever. Let's, let's try to help. Would you, yeah, would you recommend them to someone like myself right now? Because that's one <sighs> thing they... The only thing that really seems like they could do for right. me in conventional medicine besides what I'm using, the medical cannabis. Yeah, I would say stick with the cannabis. Yeah. There's no, that's what my doctor there's no undoing it. Once that's what, it's done, there's no undoing that's it. That's what my Russian doctor said that didn't even recommend the cannabis. Yeah. He had nothing to do with the cannabis, but uh, I told him he looked at me funny <laughs> when I came in like, and had the MRI. It's been 10 years. you know. Like, and he's like, you're not on pills? You haven't taken a shot? You got this MRI. You definitely got a bad back. Uh, you're in pain. Uh, why are you here? <laughs> right. What are you using? Do you need some more pills? Yeah. Yeah. No. When I, I told them what, what I was say. doing, I said, I've been stretching and using medical weed, and it's nothing. It's yep. like it's, it's compared to those pills that you guys gave me. And he looked at me, and he's like, don't do the surgery. Cause I, and he even said, don't even do the, uh, the uh, steroid injection. Yes. He said, you, you know, those are the things. He said, Live your life as best as you can. You're, you're surviving. You're thriving. You're working all those hours. Right. You're, you're, it's obviously not that bad considering. Um, so continue it because the surgery is risky, and you never know. And, and uh, it could work. It may not. And, and when it gets to a, a level of pain that you can't work anymore, yep. then look at the surgery. Then look at the injection. But uh, if the medical cannabis is working for it, that's what my doctor basically was saying to me. Yeah. Well, I couldn't figure it out until because he's this Russian guy. He's a man of few <laughs> words, and I finally figured it out. I'm like, oh, yep. he's actually cool with the medical weed without even saying it. <laughs> my, it's funny how they work. My VA doctor was too. Um, she couldn't tell me or prescribe it or anything like that. But when I told her I wanted to get off my medicines, she was relieved. Um, after I did that, she told me I was uh, the first patient she's had in 20 years at the VA to get off that medication. Wow. So that that hit me hard. And, and she that still was prescribes in it. Right? She still yes. prescribes it. No, she, she ha I mean, she does for the patients, not to me. Um, she was mad, actually. I went back like three months after being off. I had to go to the emergency room for um, a gout problem. Oh, and wow. they handed me a bottle of 60 Vicodin to go home with um, on Saturday. My doctor called me on Monday and was apologizing up and down of how disgusted she thought that was. And they should have looked at my records. But, I mean, 
I took him home. I, I threw him away. Yeah. Like, right. I don't need that junk. You don't want to yeah. be. It right. looks like, yeah, it's just going to hold it's, you back. Yeah. I mean, I, I, it's like it's rat poison, you know? Like, I threw my poison. handcuffs. I, I distinctly, I, I did uh, throw him in the trash, literally. Yep. <laughs> I, you know, or flushed him. I can't remember which I did, actually. Either one's not, you're not really supposed to do, I guess, but back in the day. Oh, man. I, some, I didn't want anyone to buy fish with three eyeballs because of you, Mike. Yeah, yep. right. <laughs> but I, I, I literally got rid of mine. Um, uh, let me ask you about, because this is what people really want to know. What is happening now? You were out uh, for a week. Uh, there was a story that came out through the State House News yeah. Service, as we talked about. We got uh, some press on that. You, you, your story was excellent. I loved it. It really <laughs> pushed the governor, and it brought up the whole opiate issue in cannabis and exposed the truth, and that's what this is really about. Um, yep. You know, I don't want to hear any feedback from people. Oh, it, it, it should be good for everyone, not just veterans acting like Stephen's not helping everyone, because you are. You're helping the veterans, but you're helping all of us. Myself as right. a medical patient that's not a veteran, because this just brings the issue up. It brings the awareness that, wow, if cannabis is helping veterans, why shouldn't it help all patients? Right, especially right. to get off why opiates. Are we, why are we opposing legalization, Governor? So what happened uh, <laughs> as a result of your sitting out there, us posting on Facebook and Twitter yourself, posting on Twitter, and finally get some media attention from you sleeping Right outside the state house. Oh what gosh. happened with the politicians? Because there was at least yep. two that you've had interactions with this week. And what, what's yes. going on? What's the latest? First, let me start off by saying, I was. This was only possible for me to do because of the groundwork that Mike you laid out. Um, Nicole Snow and the Massachusetts yes. Patient Advocacy Alliance. That's all there. I saw it and I said, you know what? Um, it's gonna take. It's if if it's the veterans that have to do it, let us. We'll go kick the door down. And I mean, I'm not doing this just for veterans. Um, I'm doing it because I'm a veteran, um, but I'm also a parent, and I'm disgusted that people have to, you know, run to other states to take care of their children. Um, so I got, I got tired of that. I'm tired that the fact that there's uh, over 22 veterans killing themselves a day when I could just go over someone's house and smoke a joint with them and talk to them. Right. And, and, and that's much safer than having a beer because um, we're, you know, if that's the case, then we're probably both on pills because we're both veterans. So I just got tired of that. Um, I always saw this one guy um, on Facebook named Chris Bemis. He's a, a disabled uh, a ranger. He's a veteran. Um, and, you know, the enemy tried to kill him. The VA tried to kill him. And he's wow. still driving around the country in his truck with his wheelchair going to meet with people that are in distress. That's what he does. And I said, you know what? What can I do? Well, I can go be seen because I'm tired of, of talking. I think someone has to go out there and put it in their face. You know, if they didn't have time to see me, well, I'm going to make myself available for 24 hours a day for a week. You can find time. Everyone has a little bit of time. So, yeah, after that article um, came out, after, after, the, after they published that article in the State House News Service, um, or after, actually, it didn't even take that long. As soon as Nicole Snow told Senator Lewis's aides um, what was coming, uh, he was right out there talking to me. He was. He came out in person. Wow. Yes, he came out there. The in guy person that just twice. said that uh, there's 500 joints in an ounce. Yes. <laughs> what, what? What's his tone with you? Like, what? I think he understands. That he may have taken a misstep with it. Um, okay. And I, I, I really truly believe he's looking for redemption. And I think he understands that. Because um, after, I mean, I talked to everyone and everyone that wanted to talk to me, and there were people that were against marijuana. There were people for it. My big thing is facts. Like, let's talk facts. Right. Um, I like facts. And everyone that came out with an argument against it, their facts came from the newspaper articles. All of them came from either the Boston Globe 
or the Boston Herald where they're reading the stories that they're writing about uh, the mayor and the governor and the, the non-factual uh, fear, the reformatics. That's not getting checked that we've been talking about. They don't check... Right. Like, you know, the other side, that safe and healthy, this is why we're posting these videos. Right. These hacks will say stuff that's not true, right. that's totally ridiculous, and the Boston media doesn't challenge it. They act like it's fact. Right. And I, 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 I want facts. Yeah. And I'm not going to get better without facts. Nobody's going to get better without facts. And what facts. I like about it is you're bringing up the good facts, which is about the veteran issue. Yep. Um, and, and the other issue that we're talking about is, you know, which is obviously part of this conversation, 25% reduction yep. of opiate overdose deaths yep. in states with functioning medical marijuana programs. I'm going to say our, our situation in Mass is uh, we're a quarter functional at this point. Yep. We've made great steps because of actually this governor that I've been going after and hammering yep. because he actually for a little while while in office at the very beginning seemed to care about our side but since then he's turned his back and uh so jason lewis is out there you got a meeting with him coming up i yes. guess yes on monday this monday actually at uh three o'clock i'll wow. be back at the state and what are you house. hoping awesome. to get from him what do you like i know he, he promised to try to help federally but he can't help federally he's a state senator so what do we 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 we, we talked about this we're going to yes. actually ask him to help some things aren't we yes um the state is going to start waiving the fee for the veterans medical marijuana patient card. That's what you want to see in a bill. That's the legislation they're working on right now. It's going gonna, it's gonna to go through. It's going to get signed. It's going to pass. It's going to become how we do things for veterans in Massachusetts. Awesome. And do, you, do you expect that he's going to support that? 100%. 100%. And what about the legalization? you think you can push him on that to back him off and, and get him to back out of that, that crappy group that's posting all this BS. I, I believe we can with facts. Yeah. I believe we can make it change federally with facts. Yeah. I think that's where we're going. <laughs> and uh, oh, wow, with the governor, facts. what's the story on the governor? Because there's some news on that. He sent out some, uh, I don't know if they're state police. It's funny because I'm going to tell you something. I drive by the governor's house every single day. I don't <laughs> know if people know this. And it's not stalking. It just turns out that is now my route, route <laughs> to get to Cambridge. Uh, I won't be doing that in a few weeks because I've actually announced that I'm leaving my job. And the only time I'll be doing that is on Saturdays. Yep. But I drive by his house and the state police are right there. And I, yes. I always wondered why I kept driving by. I'm like, why are the state police always parked there with these nice... And then I realized someone told me, oh, that's where the governor lives. So I drive by his place every day, yep. which is funny. Uh, and I haven't seen him yet. And, and I do know when he's home because that's, you know, sometimes he's not home. So the car's not there. It's, it's <laughs> funny how, you know, I kind of know his schedule now. He's gone a lot. Uh, <laughs> but uh, so what's the deal with the governor right now? Um, so, yeah, there was uh, two of the, uh, you know, they were in, in their suits. Um, not the security the guys. Police. Right. Were I they mean, state police or security guys? You yeah, know. I mean, they're state police security guys. Okay. We'll call them that. Yeah, I think they are. Because <laughs> I had their guards. guards no, well, the thing is, it's like if you are on the governor's team, you're part of the advanced team, you are, like, if you're a driver or mm. someone, that, yeah, you're going to be a state police well, officer. Well, not always. Yep. Sometimes. I, I don't know. Yeah. I, 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 well, we'd like to find out. Like, they have state police that definitely guard them. Yeah. Uh, uh, yep. Some of the past, some governors in the past have, had, you are correct, have had state police i don't know on this wow. one i don't know how he does it yeah. it's always up to them kind of mm -hmm. so it's just very interesting yes. so these two guys that uh work somehow security yes with charlie baker come up which yes. seems kind of wow. strange to me in a way yes. it doesn't seem like they uh you know it's it's like why are you sending security guys and not the pr guys yeah, they yeah, usually yeah. shouldn't it be the public relations they're guys? usually not the bearers of good news yeah exactly <laughs> so, so they uh, come out and speak to you so why they you're, come out and speak out, to me out, out front legally they were scheduling stuff with you or no, uh, well, they, well, what happened was, okay, so I was out there for the week. 
everybody inside, everybody outside was talking about it. Um, nice. I had already been on their radar before, back in uh, January when I hopped on top of the Fox 25 news van. So I became uh, on top of the news van guy. So they wanted to see, you know, what I was up to. Day one, I noticed all eyes on me. Um, but I slowly started talking to the park rangers that are always walking around. Uh, uh, people that working inside were stopping and talking to me. And from what they said, no one could stop talking about it inside. And they wanted to come out and see for themselves what I was about. So I told them everything. Um, they said, we can't guarantee anything, but we'll be back. And they came back outside with information telling me everything I needed to hear. You know, expect a phone call. I received that phone call later on that day, and the, the appointment was made for uh, June 3rd. You got, a, you got a meeting with them? Yep. June 3rd? June 3rd. Nice. Dude, I think I can. Awesome. What time is that meeting? Uh, I believe about uh, 3 or 3.30. I'll double check with wow. you. Wow. I don't remember that kind of good stuff. Wow. Because when I told them, like, listen, you know, the, 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 the patient rate increase in the VA has gone up 39%. The opiate prescription rate in the VA has gone up 279%. Wow. You go in there with a hangnail, they're going to throw some Percocets at you and tell you to go home. I mean, that's basically how it's working. Yeah. And, and I'm tired of it. I'm tired. The VA yeah, the I mean, failed you, us. Like, a lot of oh, yeah. veterans take care of veterans. That's what we do. And that's why I started Veterans Alternative Healing because um, that's, you know, that's what's happening right now. That's how I'm helping my friends is being able to go around, talk about things, do whatever we want. And, you know, if we use, if we have our cards and, you know, we're taking our medicine, that's all we're doing. We're taking our medicine to be able to enjoy life and, and smile, um, do things that we usually wouldn't do. I don't like to fish. Now I go fishing. I mean, it, it's, it's just been amazing. And the, the, the mission of Veterans Alternative Healing Incorporated is just whatever is making you happy, whatever is making your life better, that's your healing. Right. And, and you know, and right. whatever you want, if you want to call it alternative or whatever you want to call it. You're gonna get better, then then do it. If it's yeah. not a pill, if it's not a pharmaceutical drug that's made in the lab, why not? Yeah. Right? And not that a pill can't help right. some people. Right. For There's a place for everything. Yep. We do have some phone calls. We wanna take those. Oh, uh, awesome. And uh, let's give Steven a round of applause, too, for, for getting all this done yes, this week. thank you. And there's also some things happening, I believe, with Senator Warren. I think she saw something on this as well and called Nicole Snow. Uh, we have a phone call. Let's take the phone call. Uh, who's this? Is this Dan the Man again calling in, or is this somebody else? Because it was Dan the Man earlier. I found out. Who oh, it was? This? Okay. Who is this? Who's this the... is Foy. Foy. What's up, Chris Foy? How you doing? Nothing, man. What's up, guys? What's you're, up, Chris? You're definitely hey, not up? Dan the Man. <laughs> well, no, man. It, it's a pleasure to listen to uh, what Steven did this week. We're glad you're uh, listening. Yep. Tell you him. You know, I... I, I just I just wanted to you know like we um, mass can and I, we we brought him you know down to DC and it was a pleasure to get to know him me personally and uh, I uh, I don't know I just wanted to give him my congratulations. Uh, yeah, Chris, thank you, man. Because uh, yeah, like Chris is saying, we went down to DC together. He put he pulled that off. He put a lot on the line to be able to, to bring me down there and like. That was that was eye opening. Um, that was something that made it so there was no turning back after that. It know? was a pleasure to get to know you, man. Same, you know, and just likewise. like hear your story firsthand, and then and then beyond that, see what you're doing, and then just like you know, taking that drive that whatever you know, like yep. you got from that, and like you already had, like just you know, you it's it, it, it's a it's an outstanding pleasure, man. And uh, I hope uh, 
you stick it to the man. Thank you, Chris. Listen in, man. Hey, Thank you, Chris. Let me ask you real quick. Uh, real quick, we got it because we got to uh, move on here. Um, do you for veterans right now? Do you see uh, you're a veteran? Your name's Chris Foy. You're with Mass Can Normal. We we all know you. You're you're, you're a, a really strong uh, proponent in this movement, and a veteran, and someone who books the rally and and knows a lot of folks. Right. Do you see a lot of uh, veterans with issues as well uh, with opiates, and that could be helped with cannabis? I think we're in like a renaissance period of just people opening up their eyes and realizing that what they've been told is wrong. Exactly. And the force that's coming behind the veterans is something that's not going to be stopped because one, we're veterans and we're like pissed off and we want to fight something. And two, the information that we've been given is like so, so wrong. And, <laughs> and, 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 and the awakening of people realizing this and people coming at me as, as a, as a director of traffic of the Boston freedom rally, <laughs> yeah. uh, the, the people that are coming and going, are veterans and and, and and so many of them are very pissed off and uh well, they it seems like be, they have every right it's, to be it's, it's gonna be exciting i think no you're as, totally as, right uh, as as things get legitimate and uh people get legitimate and and uh it will be it's gonna be an exciting time to see and i envision veterans being the the forefront of that absolutely i agree our our oath to uh, defend freedom, it really never ends. It doesn't matter where we are. Right, right. We're always, Absolutely. We're always fighting for our freedoms. Let me ask you another Thank question, you. Chris, real quick. Uh, do you think that uh, Jason Lewis or Governor Baker are being genuine and will actually do anything to help the situation? Nah. No. You know, as, uh, <laughs> as, 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 a, uh, as an in that I have with the Big Boston, I'm going to defer to uh, an article that I, I'd like to have coming up uh, in the dig about that. Because I had an opportunity to go out to Denver and get a uh, an alternative opinion to Jason Lewis's bullshit uh, meeting that he set up with us veterans a day or two before his uh, article came out in the Globe about uh, reefer madness bullcrap. So uh, no, I went out there and I uh, I took a look for myself, and uh, I'm going to defer my opinion until that article may come out. So you, it sounds like you don't think he's too genuine, but you, you want to hold it until you write the no, full I article. No, think, I think he had his opinion <laughs> squared away. Oh, yeah. I, think he, right, did, right. I yep. think he did when he opposed uh, decrim and medical, apparently. Absolutely. I think the history shows I, that, I that he that, has never that, supported any marijuana reform. was a waste of money yeah. because he already knew what he was going Absolutely. Say, so. Thank you for the Whatever. call, Chris Foy. All right. Later, guys. Later. Thanks, man. Six one seven five hundred seventy one hundred is the phone number. Maybe we will open the lines again. We can't take too many calls today, though, because right. uh, we have a lot on the show and we're running behind already. Uh, it was Dan the man earlier. He sent oh, me a message. Was. He admitted it. Oh wow! This is good of him. That's good for you, Dan. Strong, Dan. <laughs> he admitted it. Yeah, we don't, we don't want you to call too early, Dan. If you're going to call at all, if you do call today, you're probably going to yell that because I don't think you called the governor. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen Mandeli out here was sitting out. Like sleeping outside the I governor's know, office. Us look bad. Dan can't be, and I, I bet Dan hasn't talked to Adi T for us either and got us a sponsor. I know that's what I was wondering. Uh, Rhodes Peter, this is where I want you to speak in because Dan the man was throwing you under the bus. He was trying to protect Lauren to, for her job, but he wanted you. You hear this on the podcast? And the other, sh- I think you said it while you were here. Were you here or not? I don't know if you I, come. he wasn't here last yeah. week. Yeah. He, he's been trying to get you fired to take over the side <laughs> position. Oh, he's out for your job. What do you think, Rhodes? 
Um, I guess you know that's what makes America great competition. <laughs> oh wow, that yeah. was that was. Uh, and also, smooth. I think he's been doing the same thing to Lauren now. I think he even said he wanted to be the new co-host. I even think how much money for that? I think he said. Oh man. Yeah. When, when people well, are always get us shining some money bright, from the, the people want to throw shade on him. That's yeah. why. We have another phone call. Uh, I guess we'll take it real quick. We're gonna take a break, but maybe we shouldn't because we got a candidate standing by here. Uh, really, really quick. Who is it? This I'm is Nicole, Nicole Snow from Excellent. the Massachusetts Patient Advocacy Alliance. Executive Director, what's up? I just wanted to congratulate uh, Stephen Mendoli, uh, his family, the Veterans Alternative Healing Inc. for um, the incredible effort they put in at the State House. I was really uh, delighted to hear the entire show so far. Um, that was just an incredible effort on his part, and I. You know, the, the Mass Patient Advocacy Alliance is looking forward to support uh, veterans alternative healing for all of their great effort. And, um, you know, Stephen is at the forefront of a very, uh, you know, challenging uh, subject. And we think that he's going to be, like, an incredible advocate for his cause. So... Congratulations, Stephen, on on all your all your work. Thank you. Like Thank I you. told you a hundred times, without you, it, it didn't happen. Without without you guys that have already done all the groundwork, I can't figure stuff like that out. I'm just the guy that can go out and and be seen and and you know. So, let me ask you this, Nicole. Do you think this is sure. going to uh, go forward? Some of the things. Do you think these guys are actually genuine? Because they've been spouting a lot of stuff against us. They're part of the big campaign against legal. Uh, do you think Jason yep. Lewis and, and Charlie Baker might soften, might come around? With the, what well, do you think? our group has to put out the feelers on the whole um, implementation of the, the medical program. So naturally, we have to work with the Senate committee on marijuana. So, you know, we're trying to be present and, um, you know, show them that we have facts and that we're putting in an effort to, you know, put out the real data um, and not be reefer mad um, because we're putting in we're putting patients in harm's way by spouting propaganda. You know, let's be honest. You know, yeah. we're trying to roll out a program that is, you know, far far behind, and you know, we're trying to reduce stigma for the medical, you know, so that we can roll out the medical program successfully. And I think he's listening, and I think that Governor Baker is listening, and it's because it's a part of the coordinated effort that we had. And I am so happy to hear that they couldn't stop talking about it on Beacon Yeah, Hall. I so, hope so. That's awesome. I hope so, because... Congratulations. Yep. 617-500-7100 is our phone number. Thank you, Nicole Snow, uh, Mass Patient Advocacy Alliance, the executive director for calling in. Thank you for your work. We, we're going to give you a round of applause. Thank you. And, uh, Thank you, Stephen Mandilli, for being here. Uh, again, we all want to thank you for what you've been doing this right. week. Uh, we want to keep you on the show. Can you hang out? Yes. Uh, let me just say, I, I know this is sponsored by Canacare Docs yes. here. Um, I actually spoke with, uh, sorry, I'm so bad. Marvin Downing? Kevin Kafka. Oh, the owner? Yes. The owner. <laughs> he sent me a text message yesterday. Um, I, was, I, was, I couldn't function yesterday when I got home. I slept forever. Um, oh, wow. So I called him this afternoon. Um, and he is going to be, he's asking me how to make, he's going to make a huge donation. And he's going to work with us to start in Massachusetts where veterans are not paying to see a doctor to get their card. 
Oh, awesome. That's awesome. Around. He's already been helping out, too. Right. I mean, yeah, yeah, this he, guy has been giving. Yep. I just want to say, uh, Rhodes works at Canna Care Docs. Yes. Yes. I have to have a disclosure. Our sponsor of the show is Canna Care Docs. Yes. If you need a medical recommendation, go there. Um, I, I say uh, if you're a patient and you can afford it, pay the $200, get your recommendation, do it at Canicare Docs because you know they're supporting the community. They're supporting the show, yes. and these guys give out how many free medical recommendations right now to veterans a lot. They have days yes. where they just have right. hundreds Usually of them. Around the They've given out hundreds of thousands of dollars. It's a huge number. I love Canicare Docs. I do too. So. I mean, yep. they do the big events, and I, I think that makes it kind of tough to have so many people there, and, I, and I, I'm... I'm we want to make it so it's it's easier on them too. Where, yeah. you know, I'd like it for maybe the, the the we can file for for taxes and and veterans can get that money back that they spend because we were you know we are allotted certain money for certain things and we were guaranteed free health care and when we pay for it it's no longer free. Right. Six one seven five hundred seventy one hundred is the phone number. We were going to take a break, but I, I, yeah. can everyone hang out? It, like, you think you can make it without going to the bathroom right now, Lauren and uh, Rhodes and, and I guess? Yeah. I'm, I'm All right, good. Cool. I'm comfy we, here. Because we, we got a lot of listeners. I'm checking out the numbers. We've got huge numbers nice. today. Uh, we, we have some great guests. And, yep. and again, we have a candidate uh, for state rep who's been sitting by. He's got the headphones on. Yep. He's been listening to this whole conversation. Uh, you're running uh, with the Pirate Party, which I love. Uh, yes. uh, Lauren's I, I like used a member, to, right? Yes, I think I'm still enrolled as a pirate. You're um, a supporter. Yeah, That's I was. Cool. I was the first officer a few years ago. I've been very involved with the Pirate Party. They're my homies. And tell us, uh, for people that don't know what the Pirate Party is, The Pirate is, Party Lauren, is court? a political party, um, the Party of Open, and they are pretty big in Europe, um, and they've gotten, you know, taken, gotten some steam here. Do a what lot does Pirate Party mean, though? Like, it's like, it's, I don't get it. It was like a spin on the word, like pirate, like internet pirates. I get software. it. That's yeah, what I want to yeah. hear. Well, it's like internet pirates. Yeah, People yeah. that want freedom on the internet, yeah, but they yeah. want their privacy protected as well from the government. They don't want right. to be snooped on. Uh, they don't want corporations, you know, they want more transparency. They, they bring the discussion. They're the guys that have all the good ideas yep. on how to deal with all these technology issues that keep coming up in the world. Uh, we have a candidate for office right now yep. um, in Somerville, I believe, and um, Barton Medford. We're going to find out from him. His, yeah, his name is Aaron James. Welcome to the show, Aaron James. Thank you. Uh, running for state rep. What what uh, are some of the issues that? Well, actually, before we get there, you've been listening to all this conversation with Stephen Mendilli. You're yeah. running for state office. Would you support uh, what he's doing as you know of just course. a candidate? Yeah, of course. It is sad. 2016. Here we are still talking about this issue, especially for veterans. Um, really sickening. You would think after 1937, Harry Eslinger went before Congress and started this whole drug war crap, <laughs> going on 80 years. And we're still talking about this, and people are still dying. Three people a day, statistically, are dying to opioids. Every time you sit down to have a meal, yes. someone is dying. And people we know now, I mean, that's right. uh, reality. Yeah, I, I, I know people who died, and it's just terrible. Three it's, people a day, eventually, you're going to know somebody. That's right. Um, that's within the state, that's not national. That's here in Massachusetts. And, and the fact wow, that. Wow, that's awful. So you would support. Uh, cannabis uh as an alternative uh, for for patients Absolutely. and uh you support it for uh the veterans would you support like uh some of the uh, bills he's talking about too. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Yep. And what about like uh, the initiative for marijuana legalization? Where all you for on? it. You support all that as well. All for it. Excellent. I believe that uh, it's a safer alternative than alcohol. I think that's been yeah. been, been proven. <laughs> and uh, you know, people who are opposition say you don't keep bringing up the alcohol issue or that we can't have both. It's one or the other. <laughs> it, it's really bogus. Um, and even the governor's. Uh, 
the governor, uh, Attorney General Haley, and Boston Mayor Walsh uh, posted their their op-ed. Yeah, their op-ed, um, if you want to call it that. I guess that's what it is. <laughs> their reef of madness in the Boston Globe <laughs> that they called it. Uh, uh, actually, it's not called an op-ed. It's called a. Uh, I guess it's called a. Uh, wait, because. Well, I get confused now. I got called out on this actually by a lawyer. There's a difference between editorial and op-ed. Oh yes, yes, there is. Know, op-ed is an opinion. Editorial is just like a, you know, a piece. Thank you, Lauren. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we got to make sure we get it right because lawyers call us out. That's the thing. We have a high-end audience. Uh, you know, we we, have, we all the change makers that listen to us, which is great. Yeah, That's I, how we I, get things done. Yep. I mean, you heard, uh, you, and you can tell by the show. I mean, we get a lot of. We're gonna get another call. But uh, the call before that was, uh, you know, Nicole Snow, Bass Patient Advocacy Alliance. We love her. Di- you know, executive director. Those are the types of people we got. We get the uh, people who are actually doing the work. Uh, we'll take another call. Um, Aaron, uh, before we do that, uh, you know, tell us about why you're running in Massachusetts and uh, why the Pirate Party. Yeah, well, drug reform is a big one for me. Um, I believe marijuana can be an alternative for people suffering from addictions. Uh, if you can get someone off of heroin and opioids, to uh, using marijuana, that's a success. That's harm yes, reduction. Yes, it is. And that's something that I think we should, someone who's coming out of treatment, who maybe who picks up a joint, the mindset is to tell the person to go back and get help, that they failed, that somehow they're not taking their recovery seriously. That's, uh, this is uh, contradictory to what AA and NA kind of tells folks, mm-hmm. but even people who attend those meetings uh, yeah, sorry, I get insulted I by that stuff because it's like right. they assume one size fits all. Exactly. I had alcohol issues, a little, little, little bit of alcohol problem, but not a full-blown alcoholic by any means or a, like that when I was younger. Um, and AA didn't fit me. But what I found out is it was about my behavior and my emotion at that time. I was lucky enough that I never got addicted or really dependent That's on the not alcohol. The right number. Uh, we we learned to control it. Uh, we got a phone call as well. But it's not one size fits all, you know. On these yeah, all issues. I'm doing not is listening to them. You know, on honestly, the radio. some people. Oh Who's on the phone here, buddy? You're you're interrupting the show. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. We got you I'm live sorry. on the show. Who are you? I am Rick Reno. I am Steve's father-in-law. I'm sorry. And what's going on? What do you want to say, Rick? Steve? No, I Rick? want to say that how, how much I appreciate and our whole family has been supporting Steve and everything he's done. But not only that, we support the whole veterans and and everything that they go through. And um, I, from my heart, um, from my daughter and, and his two beautiful grand, his two beautiful daughters, um, and his family support and the support of Bellingham. Oh, we're all behind this guy, and we really need to get more you. support. Thank you, Rick. Thanks, buddy. Thank you very much, Rick, and thank you for supporting Stephen like that. That's right. important. Family support. Sounds family like he's had a lot of everything. support. Thank yes. you for the call. Hi, right, brother. Thank you. Thank you. Herbie, we want to try to take it easy on the calls right now. I know we got a lot of them lined up, and people want to call in. Uh, that was a good call from Rick. Rick, and uh, we liked it, but we, we got Aaron here as well. Uh, we want to ask you more questions. What are some of the other issues besides marijuana that people are interested in Somerville right now, and, and what are you running on? I know the Pirate Party has a lot uh, to do with the Internet and the freedom. W- what are some of the issues uh, related maybe to the Pirate Party, but some of the bigger issues that you hear from people right now? One of the main reasons that I am running as a pirate is I wholeheartedly believe in the need for more parties. Um, it is one of the reasons why we are where we are with marijuana legalization and medical marijuana. Um, we have an oligarchy, which Bernie Sanders has been talking a lot about, and you see it in regards to this issue as well. Absolutely. That's like what I love. More voices. Right. I always say we need to... I don't even care. I don't... Like, if someone asked me to... Um, 
You know when you come out of the supermarket and they say, hey, can you sign this to get this on the ballot? I don't even ask what it is anymore. <laughs> yeah, no kidding, no kidding. Just like, we yes, need let's, more let's things. challenge. Like, on. Right. We need more right. candidates. We need more uh, democracy. Yep. Um, Instead you know, of people being appointed, basically, by the yeah, Democratic Party. You know, you even know. when they're crazy people, I'm still signing. Because it's like, right. hey, maybe it's someone that's against the establishment and the... Uh, just the dual, you know, the the duality is that du- what they call it, right? But the monopoly that we have, right. uh, ba- you know, basically with uh, the politics and the two parties and with the media <laughs> that we go after. Mm-hmm. I mean, and that's why this show has uh, actually has so many listeners and is growing and getting stronger is because people are, are thirsty for this. This yes. is what they want. Challenging. Is, they yeah. want the real news, the real stuff that's happening in their neighborhoods. The media just kind of skims over. Uh, they they slant it. And here you are running. Uh, I love that. More voices. Another issue I think that often gets overlooked. Um, that's a huge issue, and I would love to see the polling on this, is corruption, political corruption. It happens at the local level. It happens at the state level. happens right. at the federal level. I mean, we're looking at Hillary Clinton right now, and her whole campaign against her is about her family corruption. Right. And the, the Bush dynasty, family the is another one, dynasty, where it's about, again, where I think those are the issues why I won't vote for these people. And the right. Democrats get mad at me because I throw it in their face and I say, hey, whatever you say about Bernie Sanders, the number one reason I support him is because he's not a crook. Yeah. Right. And people look at me like I'm crazy for say, staying that. And it's like, no, this is what I believe a majority of the United States, the, uh, especially the 50% that don't vote. Um, They're still citizens, people. This is what I'm speaking to. I want those people to get active and start voting and make this the number one issue. Aaron, do you see that as a big issue? That's why I'm running. Yeah, there Absolutely. you go. Absolutely. That's, that's why I'm running. I also want to challenge other people to consider running. We've got to look at how we can make running for office a little bit easier for more folks, uh, especially in the middle class and people who are working full time, who have children, who have families. There's so much going on that the idea of running for office is just too much. Right. And so you end up, uh, 2014, 100 out of 160 US, uh, state health seats were not contested. And of the 60 that had an opponent, only a handful were truly within four or five points. When you don't have contested elections, at the level of government that's supposed to be most representative of the people, the people lose their say. That form of government is not much different than the monarch we revolted against. That's right. And, you know, um, another thing we want to bring up from earlier this week, we were at the uh, Mike Conley for Mass State Rep kickoff party. Right. Huge turnout. Um, and he's another guy who's challenging an established incumbent, Tim Toomey, who's been there forever. Mm-hmm. And I love Mike Conley right yeah, now. He's a him. big friend of the show. We're biased. But, so you know, great to see if you care about these issues that we're talking about, they called him No Money Mike. Yep, he was No Money Mike. I, I mean, this guy is bringing up the whole issue about money and corruption. Do you, Would you support uh, Mike Conley and his run? Do you, the Pirates, where do they, where, are you kind of uh, working with some of these other um, kind of you know non-establishment candidates. I am in I am in the process of reaching out, and I will support Mike Conley. I and what do, about the United Independent Party? Because I know some of the pirates we've had in the past right. have been supportive of what the. What made U- you choose Pirate Party? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, they reached out to. Or they got back to me. Oh, um, nice. Thanks. And I've also. At the end of the day, it, I'm an in, I'm an independent pirate, and uh, okay. if we are to win this election, we have an opportunity to shape this party here in Massachusetts, and they they are. 
They're very big in Europe. They're poised to yeah, take over the Iceland government. It's awesome. Um, <laughs> and you know what? Iceland's doing amazing things, too. Like, that's on top of it. Like, I know. If you look more at, and more there's like them. a blackout about the banking situation in Iceland and mm, what they've done, yes. which the United States and all these other governments should start to do, which is afraid. basically put people in jail, jail yep. which is basically to have the government take over the whole banking sector. In, in a lot of respects, and bring back the power to the people and make the people, uh, give the people a real share of this U.S. economy and not just give all the cream to these bankers. Is that really what's going on in Absolutely. Iceland? Absolutely. And one of the other points I do want to say, too, my, both Tim Toomey and my opponent, Denise Provost, I generally respect, and I think they're generally, we'll leave it at that. But one of the problems is absolute power. Uh, Lord Atkins, a British scholar, talked a lot about this. A lot of folks try to say, oh, he's talking about a concentration of power. He wasn't only talking about that. He was talking about the absence of contested elections and absence of democracy, which happens when folks run election cycle after election cycle. With no opponent. They, they just assume their power is for granted. And they have all the money. I mean, they that's have the all thing. the money. They, they never challenge. The they can they do whatever yeah. they want. Yep. And, and, when, and when they can just assume that they're going to be in their 99% they're going to get a win. I mean, that's even the Governor Baker right now. He's got, oh, yeah. huge, to us. He, he's got huge approval rates. We get all mad at this guy. We've been trying to hammer him. People don't understand that, too. They get mad at me when I'm going after this guy earlier. Some people were, anyways, uh, saying it was ineffective. And, you know, in some ways, maybe they're right because his approval numbers are so high. But I think these are the ways that we bring down those approval numbers to remind people right. these are where the governor is, is really on some of these issues he, that, you know, he, when he goes on uh, AAF and avoids Stephen <laughs> all week, it was really frustrating. I'm glad he's coming out around there. Um, Aaron, I want to ask you about uh, access, too, because I feel like uh, with a lot of these politicians, th there is a pay-to-play where you don't get a meeting unless you got a page, you know, unless you got a contribution to them, which happens a lot. Um, <laughs> do you, do you, would, you know, how, how, do you, how are you with money? Are you collecting money? Um, do you, you know, where are you on this money situation oh, in politics, um, too? We need to somehow get money out of politics. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, that's never... We've collected some money. Um, and you need to. I mean, we were talking about this on the No Money Mike campaign the other night. Um, the uh, city council and Nadine Mazin uh, basically, you know, seemed to endorse him. He spoke for him, as well as uh, Jan Devereaux, who have come on the show. And he said, you know, No Money Mike needs money. You need to <laughs> right. write a check. I'm writing a $250 check tonight, and uh, everyone needs to write a check. Is that... Kind of how you feel? Are you going to raise some money here? Absolutely. We need money, too. Absolutely. You it's need a, to win. It's unfortunate. Yeah. How you, we need money to be able to start changing the system. But at the end of the day, it's about the votes. Right. Uh, and it's really about people vote. voting. And it's about people voting for folks who don't represent the establishment. And it's about people stepping up the run. Uh, so the money influences votes. And, and all of us as voters have to understand that. Just because we see someone's name a thousand times doesn't mean that person is the best candidate. In fact, I would argue maybe that person represents the establishment more than the opposition. So I actually try to look for candidates who I hear the least from and, and research <laughs> right, them and, right. and see where they're guys? coming that's from. That's what I do. That's, I mean, awesome. we, that's what we do here, yep. too. We're like, uh, who are these people? We love Can we the underdogs, yeah. I mean, so often now, even now, like, we, you know, we've had some uh, underdogs in. Um, and, like, you know, uh, Mike Conley's been on the show and uh, even Lee Lan Chung, who's an elected city council, he's going up against yeah. um, a quality, uh, I think, you know, uh, state my, senator, my state uh, senator, Pat Jalen. Oh, we still haven't had her on the show. Yeah. We, 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 we tend to ask gotta, the underdogs before we ask the established we gotta people. we got to get back on, <laughs> on that. So we're going to try to get, actually, Tim Toomey in. 
Um, yep. And, you know, maybe have a little debate with him and Conley. And uh, hopefully we get Pat Jalen in. Yep. And, and maybe we can get your opponent in. Who's uh, your I opponent would now? I'd love to have Denise Provost? Yeah. Okay. Oh, that'd be great. So Let's get her one. on, yeah. Because we hope to continue to have you on the on the show now, what, here. What differentiates you between yes. um, Denise Provost? And, and speak right into the mic. Yeah, sorry about that. Like, um, what issues are you taking first. her to task with, you know? Like, what issues have well, she Well, I'm done? a pirate, not a Democrat. Right, uh, but has she done anything that you disagree with recently? One or? of the first pieces of legislation she introduced was to increase um, the... So people are getting prescribed opioids, like Steve was talking about. And then she introduced legislation that would make it equivalent to distributing heroin for distributing those pills for opioids. Now, I don't want folks using opioids or selling them. I don't want them out there, but I certainly don't want folks who want to get rid of them, who are struggling financially, trying to make some more money, who probably shouldn't be using those drugs in the first place. And so right. the idea being, I got these extra pills, I really shouldn't be taking them, I'm going to try to make some money off of them, the next thing they know, they're heroin dealers. Right, No, right. I don't want more punishment in dealing with, with drug abuse. It is a mental health issue. The answer is not jail and punishment, it's rehabilitation. And for nonviolent crimes, no one should be going to prison over them. That's and that awesome. is one key area of difference. I also want to be getting money out of politics and look at ways that we can start reaching folks to run for office. We need more people running. I hope you consider running, Steve. We need <laughs> yes, folks yes, like you in office. And we, we need to that. find ways to make it more appealing to run, to make it more possible, and to make it legit. Until a candidate like me and until, until folks taking on incumbents actually start showing results and winning. Yeah. Well, I'm st think we're starting to see that. I mean, uh, with Evan Felchuk running, running for governor last time, yeah, that was that three percent he got, he got more than three percent. I think he was strong. Uh, I think he's starting to, you know, a little bit of a revolution here. Even though there's only a few candidates, I think you're going to continue to see the United Independent Party grow. Uh, we've had a number of candidates on the show who are like that. A lot of people are running now for the first, second, third time. Maybe it's even the fourth or fifth, but it's a lot of new people running now, a lot of new campaigns, and we love it because we're featuring them on the show, and we're starting yep. to see them work together from coming on the show. They get to know each other, which is awesome. Uh, I think that this, you know, and with the Bernie Sanders thing and even, you know, to the Donald Trump thing, it's uh, the outside is in now. It's, it's all of a sudden there's a real chance that Mike Toomey, uh, Mike Conley might upset Tim Toomey. It's not out of the realm of possibility anymore. This is the time. Uh, it's not crazy to think that you might be competitive against Denise Provost this time. Am I wrong? No, no. absolutely. Yeah. To think that we might actually, could actually win. It's yeah. a possibility. It's, at the end of the day, nothing is decided yet. It's 0-0 zero, zero in the vote count. We've got six months to go. And even and when we don't win, you know what happens how we win sometimes? Right. All of a sudden, they take up our issues. Right. right. All of a exactly. sudden, they're repeating our talking points because exactly. they know, yep. you know, the, the, the guys, turn out, yeah, the incumbents, I, I don't know how many times where we see the incumbents start saying the things that we said first uh, months ago. Yeah. Exactly. Just like you see Hillary starting to say all the Bernie stuff, right? She says almost the same lines as Bernie Sanders now. Right. Exactly. And what, these, and what these fringe campaigns are and what you see is a common theme among them is the phrase us. This campaign is not about me. This is about awesome. folks struggling, uh, skyrocketing costs here in Somerville, folks struggling with drug addiction, folks who have family members struggling with drug addiction. This campaign is about the folks who are not represented in government today. Now you, have some, than me. you have some people in the studio as well. Uh, who's with you today? Who would you bring along? Yeah. Uh, first, I got my girlfriend here. Uh, blessing, a miracle in my life. I can't say enough about her. She's been 
putting up with a lot right. in uh, with this campaign. And I've got former state rep candidate in the very district I'm running in here, uh, and a pirate as well, Noe, who did very well uh, in 2014, getting 13% of the vote. Uh, something to build off of here. And we definitely believe that we can do better and hopefully even win this time around. Uh, but this is not the... This is not the first campaign in the 27th Middlesex District for Pirates. Hopefully, it will be the first one where we end up victorious. And we're talking to awesome. Mass State Rep, uh, Pirate Party candidate, Aaron James. He's running in Massachusetts. Um, when can they vote for you? In November? It, I will be on the general election ballot. And you in can November. check out my uh, website and blog. It's at voteaaronjames.org. I also have a Facebook page as well. Perfect. That was just what we were about to ask. You were <laughs> right ahead of the curve. 617-500-7100. I got a good campaign manager. Aaron James. Say the website one more time for Vote us. VoteAaronJames.org. We got that. Vote Aaron. I'm yep. writing it down as I speak, so <laughs> I don't forget it. VoteAaronJames.org. We'll tweet it. Got it. Um, and like his Facebook page, too. Uh, you're, uh, are you on Twitter, too? Uh, yes, you are. Yes, we are on Twitter as well, which so you I can get the link for that on the, on the blog and website, website, and absolutely can use the likes. I'm following there. And yep. uh, we still have Stephen Mandilli here. Uh, Stephen, uh, where can people follow you as well? I know J.S. Mandilli on Twitter because I've been S. following. S.J. Mandilli. Oh, S.J. S. J. Yeah, I said it wrong. <laughs> yeah. hey, thank you. S. It's at S.J. Mandilli, M-A-N-D-I-L-E yes. on Twitter. Yes. It is also at S.J. Mandilli on Instagram. Uh, There's my Facebook page. I have the, I'm terrible with running two Facebook pages. Yeah. <laughs> I have, uh, we have the Veterans Alternative Healing uh, Facebook page. We are working with a, uh, a, a web designer right now to have our, our website published. Um, and like by Tuesday, we, we should be up and running, nice. um, being able to accept any donations with a, a new accounts for the, the uh, 501c3. So anyone who donates gets the tax, the tax credit back when they file their taxes. Awesome. Yes. Thank you, Stephen. Thank you. Uh, we're going to continue uh, the show, but we got to take a quick break. We've been going. We had two huge back-to-back uh, we're going to bring up uh, at least one mom. Is it two moms? i got to find out here. Yes, it's two moms. Oh. We're going to bring up two awesome moms. Uh, they're going to talk about this autism uh, awareness fundraiser they're doing and all the great work. It and was Mother's Day. so Yeah, and uh, we're very excited to, to bring them on the show as well. Uh, we hope uh, Stephen and Aaron stick around as well. You guys going to kick around now? Absolutely. Sure. Awesome. Yes. Great. And if you have any questions for them, you can all, all you know, any, anything you want to add to that too, or, you know, about uh, them being on the show today, you can do that as well after the break. 617-500-7100. I know we got a lot of listeners and a lot of people who wanted to call in today. Yeah, uh, we've had, just our phone lines have been. Yeah. We only got so much time though. So yeah. we, we got some good music, I hope, right? What do we got, Herbie? Well, we got uh, one of uh, Ryan Spaulding's selections here. Oh, one of uh, his 15 songs you wanted to play before <laughs> our show that we're putting in now? Yes. Oh, thanks for uh, the soundtrack, Ryan Spaulding on Law Roadshow, Payback. You think it is Payback, Kirby? I have no comment. He's mad at us. <laughs> I'm going to have to get him something. Or... I'm sorry. I don't like Game of Thrones, all right? Uh, well, no, You're... it's not Game of Thrones. It's the fact that he talked about it for half an hour, oh, point yeah. by blow Laura, by blow. Laura. You're, fanning a fa- you're fanning a fire that shouldn't be fanned, bro. Oh, <laughs> man. Lauren, I think that's unfair, too. I don't think he talked about it for half it, hour. I was sitting there. I think he I talked about like it for two minutes. hours. He talked yeah, about no, it for the I whole know, show. I know. It's point oh, no. by point analyzing oh, every detail like let I me mean, just watch the show if you care about oh, the show why do you have to listen to ryan spaulding <laughs> talk about like the cliff notes i'm sorry ryan i didn't mean it i didn't <laughs> we, we mean love it. you ryan but wow. we'll be back hopefully next week if uh he doesn't blow up our show thanks for the bourbon 
Next time it'll be poisoned. <laughs> We're the young jerks. This may be our farewell vo- voyage. Bagging on the Outlaw Roadshow, who are very popular before us. I know those Game of Thrones fans are probably... They probably have those long swords on their wall. Oh, like, yeah. They're going to come up with quiet. battle axes. Yeah. And like, yeah. We've got to be quiet. <laughs> and some, oh, like magic fire stuff. So like. we'll go listen to that uh, Outlaw Roadshow song now. We'll be back with the Young Jerks. Oh, we're back live. That song ended quick. Yeah. With the Young Jerks. That was the Ataris, I guess. I almost thought it was like uh, some tree hardcore shit. <laughs> I think my computer just died, which sucks, man. Oh, but man. Uh, Maybe not. Maybe I got it back. But uh, telling you my personal issues while I run <laughs> back into the studio for my quick break. We went long, um, and we still got a lot more going on this show. Right. Uh, we have another two guests. Yeah, we're the Young Jerks. My name's Mike Crawford. I'm Lauren Pespiza. And Rhodes has actually stepped out. He's been very quiet today like we needed him to be, <laughs> unfortunately. Uh, we when I wanted to speak right now, he's not here. He's like moving his car or something. I don't know. Did he have to go maybe even? Uh, he may have. I don't if know. If he did, we might even have Steven or uh, Aaron jump in his, his spot. I think that might be cool. Uh, but we have two more guests that we want to bring on the show as well. Uh, they've been hanging out patiently waiting. Uh, two uh, great uh, they're, they're fun. They're smiling. They're happy. Uh, they're here for a good cause. Uh, nice ladies, uh, moms, which I like. Uh, I'm going to introduce them. Uh, Laurie, uh, she's been on the guest uh, in the past on the show. Laurie Fusco. Am I saying that right? Hammond. Yes. Welcome right. back. <laughs> Thank you. Speak right up. Get close to that microphone. And we also have uh, Adrian, <laughs> like uh, Rocky. Adrian. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Adrian. Thank you. Hello. And what are you ladies here to talk to us about? I know you're going to say it better than me. There's uh, a movie, Be Safe, the movie. Uh, I checked that out. It looks really good. Uh, tell us what's going on with this and why you're here today, what you're promoting. Well, this is actually the second part of um, the fundraiser. The first one we held last December, I was on here promoting that event for Experience Autism. And um, luckily, that was a great success and provided 50 officers on the South Shore training uh, in February of 2016. Police officers. Police officers, yes. What kind of training? Um, Specialized training to help them identify people on the spectrum. Because it's not always um, very clear. Who has autism, right? Yeah, it's not clear to them if that person might have autism. Say they pull someone over person's um, acting a little strange. Maybe they're not making eye contact, which my son has a difficulty making eye contact. Police are trained to see lack of eye contact as they're hiding something. So right from the get-go... Oh, yeah. They may think that person has a gun. Yes. Right. Or has committed a major crime. Oh, wow. Yes, and these things can be misconstrued uh, constantly, leading to a tragic series of events. So this training program, which was very comprehensive, led by Emily Island, who runs Be Safe and Experience Autism out of L.A. Uh, she has trained the L.A. State Police, police in Maryland, um, and all over the country. Fabulous, fabulous experience. What's the police officer response And you know, when they go to this? What is the response oh, from them? Oh, from the training? Yeah. Oh, they loved it. Um, I was part of it, so I get to see exactly what was going on. Um, and they, were, they went through a series of, um, I would say, activities where um, one of them, they had to have oven mitts on, and they had to put paper clips with the oven mitts on um, onto a piece of paper, and they had a limited amount of time to do it. 
and it was just to help them understand what having manual, autism is. Yes, manual dexterity. Maybe it's not as easy wow. uh, for someone to um, complete a request. They're not being a wise guy. They're not uh, trying to be obnoxious. They just can't do it. Wow, that's so, awful. So a series of activities really opened up their eyes uh, to a lot of things that they would have otherwise maybe ignored or taken as um, sort of defiance, uh, in compliance or anything like that. So that training went amazingly well. The cops loved it, I loved it, it was tremendous. The second part is called Be Safe, and it would train those same officers, it's a certificate course, to help them put these community programs together. So they'll learn how to implement these in each of our communities. So there's three cops, we'll say, in each town, and now they're trained. They can open up the doors of the police station to the autism community, they watch a movie together, and then they sit down and they ask questions. And the kids learn how to interact with the cops. So the first part was cops learning how to identify kids on the spectrum. The second part is teaching the kids what not to do. Don't reach in your pockets. Um, oh my gosh. The things that um, could be misconstrued. They're teaching the kids now. We, we, want, we expect you to do this, this way. Uh, we'd appreciate if you didn't do this because this could happen. And just... Um, a nice community event where parents are invited as well, but now that the cops are uh, trained to give up these community events, they can do them all the time. That's great. So it's a, it's a wonderful thing. And, um, the, the education, last I think we need a lot more uh, of this type of education. So many issues kids. with the police, unfortunately, they don't get it. They only get, uh, it seems like, training on how to, you know, take someone down, shoot them, right. like, you know. These are the more difficult issues that I feel for the police because the police don't always know what they're getting when they come out to mm -hmm. a situation. And this is, I think, very valuable to them and valuable to us in the community. And I really, I applaud what you're doing. I think it's awesome. Thank you. I want to know, like, what are some of the police departments uh, that have been involved in with this that have been supporting or sent officers to this? Do you know? Oh, they, yeah, they've loved it. I which, like, which, like, is it certain cities and towns? Like, do you know some of the? Um, my hometown, Hanson Police, um, Police Chief Mix actually helped me put this together once we raised the money. He organized it. He invited um, all of his... Um, Cop friends, you know, all the guys that he knows, and he pulled, I think, five from each department in ten areas to all meet down at the Plymouth uh, County Sheriff's Office for a day of training. So he really got excited about this program, pulled it all together, and uh, it was incredible. I applaud him for that. That's, yeah. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. So wh what is your role in this as well over here, Adrian? What do you, go ahead. Sorry. Well, um, this is very close to my heart. I have a 19-year-old who has Asperger's syndrome, high-functioning autism. He's very, very high-functioning. You wouldn't know it when you first meet him. He is afraid of cops. Um, he volunteered um, at, the, at the last event, and um, he was very nervous. But, but he blew uh, the cops away. The cops <laughs> loved him, his insights. I, I was so proud of him. Um, so that's always been one of my fears, is that he would do something strange in front of a cop and that the cop would not know how to deal with it and that he would get in trouble or, or get hurt yeah. or Do you shot. think that this helped him? Yeah, I, yeah, definitely. I mean, um, we were able to take the Be Safe movie home and, and watch it at home with both of my kids. And, um, and it was great. It really kind of gave him an idea of, you know, what to do, how to act, um, and he was able to give feedback on the video. 
um, about specifically that cops always wear glasses, sunglasses, and that's very uncomfortable for kids with autism because they have a hard time reading faces as it is. Oh, interesting. And you yeah. put glasses on, especially sunglasses, over your face, you can't see your eyes. Yeah. So it's really hard uh, for them to read any sort of emotion. Wow. Uh, if, if someone's angry, if it, you know, uh, whatever your inflection. I never uh, thought might of be. that. Yeah, I, I think police do that uh, for yeah. a reason. They do that. <laughs> they, do, yeah. they do that for a reason. Yeah. And I actually approached Emily Island and had mentioned that about her program, and she said it is part of their their safety. Yeah. Um, and I would have never realized that, but she said that's true too as well. I, yeah, I mean, you know, any type of job, too, as well. That's, good, that's a good point. I, 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 that's something I wouldn't have thought of, too, yeah, so no, I'm glad you brought that up. Um, Rose Pierre's back. I don't know. You you running around? What are you doing, bro? Um, nothing. Just chilling. Were you moving <laughs> your car? Were you, you no, having no. a little safety break? No, no. Okay. We needed you earlier. I was looking for you to give you, your, like, you know, a moment. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. You know, it wasn't planned properly. Yeah, <laughs> we're being spontaneous, we're improvising. We but are. again, let's uh, going back to what's yeah. You want to go back to the lovely ladies yeah. that we have these moms <laughs> in the studio, moms, right? Yes, aren't they great? Yes, absolutely. I mean, I, I I know they're talking about their children and autism and dealing with what's going on in the, w- the world and stuff like that. So. Yeah, we're gonna get right back to that because yeah. I I got a lot of question for Laura. Laura, last time you came in, uh, you also pushing a bill at the state house. Yes, uh, to give some sort of identification so that. Uh, you know, a police officer might figure out more easily through the state-issued ID mm-hmm. uh, that, a, that a person that has autism and that some of their, uh, you know, to give them more information. Yes, right. Where is that right now Okay, on the state I get a few bill? things about that, Bill. Um, during the police training in February, I had a chance to speak with all of those police officers who all said they would love to have that implemented. It would save their lives. Um, because they could link it to the license plate. So if they could get the registry to link the identification on the driver's license to the license plate, they would know pulling them over. The police okay. brought that up? They wouldn't eat, yes. That, that's awesome. So we I had like actually that. approached. Because that was an issue I had too. It was like, oh, it would be almost too late. The police would find right, out after right. the fact. I love that the police brought that up. Yeah, and, and then so, they'll okay. know before they, they want to make the bill better in this case. Yeah, so okay. they they would be able to once they approach the vehicle, they already know what they're dealing yeah. with, which is amazing. So I was up at the state house um, a couple months ago on the bill again, um, and state senator Mike Brady had actually put in uh, positive reviews and said we we'll, we'll want to move forward with this. The problem they're having right now is the um, registry is updating their system. They're still in MS DOS. Oh man! So they can't put these symbols on just yet until this spring when they finish. Okay. So when they finish that, that's when I'll get the news that they can put the symbol on. So it looks like it's going to happen. So yeah. So but it's hinging on the registry. (laughs) All right. Congratulations. Moving forward with that. We have a phone call. Let's take the phone call. Who's on the phone right now? Hi, it's Lucia. Oh, Lucia Fierro? Lucia Fierro. What's up? Of the Pirate Party. Of the Pirate Party. Oh, hey. Yeah. Hi. What's up? I'm former first officer of the Pirate Party. Hey, current. Yeah, this is a topic that's near to my heart, and I wanted to call in about it because of my son's uh, uh, diagnosis oh, right. of Asperger's back when he was 12. That's right. And, uh, and, uh, I was concerned. I know our experience has been uh, that one of the things he had was a, a, a authority um, defiance disorder, or he oh, would argue with yeah. us about stupid stuff yes. all the time. Oh, we yeah. would always try and explain to him 
that you have to stop arguing with people because if you <clears throat> confront a police officer and you're this argumentative, you're going to get your butt kicked. Yes. And, um, you know, I, he's 15 now, and he's had a lot of help in the schools. We're very grateful to the Medway school system for all the support that he's gotten. But um, he is very, he, I, he's going to be angry at me for discussing this with you because he doesn't like me. He, he's, he's very private. Yeah. And there are people who, who, who are concerned about their privacy, and they're con- they're, I, my only concern is that some people with Asperger's won't want to be on that list. Concerned about being targeted. Right, right. That's what I was wondering too. Because the mark is there, and the excuse can be made. Well, he was violent. Well, he was, you know, and they can make excuses for why they mistreated the person. Yeah, right. I mean, I mean, that opportunity. The thing on this list, though, it's going to be, you know, the person can decide, their family can decide. You don't have to be on it. Yes, it's completely voluntary. So. Uh, I don't think that's a reason not to support this. You know, no, I can no, I can see that concern not, definitely but, for I mean, somebody that's who like one of the son. concerns that people might have. Sure. Yeah. But I, I appreciate the work that you're doing though. This is really near and dear to my heart because I, it was something that kept me awake at night, worrying about my son because of how argumentative he was. And you know, not because he's a bad kid, he's a wonderful kid. His teachers love him. He's very smart, he's a very high IQ. But um he's still gets into arguments. I mean, just this last weekend, he shouted at me for trying to take his phone away in a public place, which is weird because he's the size of a man now. You know what I'm saying? Sure. So, um, so you're worried about this right. same type I am. This is something I'm very concerned yep. about. I think this is a common. Yeah. Doing. I, I think exactly, and it's become it's a big issue. Work that you're doing. That's just my one concern there, but I, um, that, that's one thing. That's one, one reason why people might not sign on to it. Oh, that's not, fine. It's not it's, a good idea. But even if 10 people signed on for it, it's the 10 people who voluntarily want that to avoid any sort of miscommunication. I know my own son yep. um, would very much uh, prefer that the police know. And, and also, you know, actually, 14. And, and Lucia, okay. you know, maybe a, a thing, too, is maybe to take your son down to one of these, um, you know, to one of their events because it seems I, like it I, helps other. That's something other. I really want to do. I've gotten involved in the Lions Club. And, you know, we, we, we know some police officers, but, uh, uh, you know, uh, I think that maybe to get involved in this organization would be good. So um, I'm definitely going to be looking into that. That's Excellent. something that's really helpful. Excellent. Great. But I can see why people are just saying that this is a possible caveat as to why some people sure. might not sign on. You're a pirate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. People I'm so- are afraid of pirate. About, they're concerned about privacy. Of and course. Yeah, absolutely. That's how a pirate thinks, obviously. Yep. <laughs> so uh, what did you think about uh, your candidate today? We had Aaron James on the on the show today as well. What did you, um, want to comment on that quick? Yeah, it was, it was, you know, you had a lot of stuff going on today. Yeah. So, of course, you know, my thought is always, I want him to get more time. Yeah, I, I met him at his um, campaign launch, uh, launch, excuse me, uh, for the first time. And he, he seems to be really up on the issues. And he... Uh, he seems like a really great guy. I'm very enthusiastic about his candidacy. And, you know, we made a donation. They need to pay for, like, buttons and T-shirts and stuff. I mean, there's some minimum amount of money that you need. You yeah, know? <laughs> exactly. People need to contribute. It was good to have him yeah. on. He's still here, actually. So that's, a, you know, another good Hi, sign. Hi, Aaron. And we're Hi, gonna, yeah, I don't think he can hear you, but he's in the I studio. Know, right? uh, he, he's going to uh, come back on the show definitely, too, as well. Absolutely. Anything, I think that's wonderful, and I really appreciate you uh, giving exposure to third-party candidates. Five seconds. You got five seconds because we got to go. We're over. Our show's over. Steven Mandilli. Thank you so much for taking my call. I love you guys. Okay. Thank you. (laughs) Bye. 
617-500-7100 if you want to call in next week with the Young Jerks. We're not going to go yet because we still have to talk about the autism. But you, know, you could tell with Lucia. It was great. Right. We, we were going to be we, we here at 8 o'clock when the next show starts. <laughs> <laughs> we're supposed to be out here at 730, but we're going to go a little longer like we do sometimes here at EMF we Radio. Doing that a lot we, lately. we can do that. They've given us that flexibility. Right. Um, when we have a big show like this. We have... Uh, Laurie, wh- what what is this event? What's upcoming? How can people support it? What, do you have a Facebook page? An event? So what's up? Let us know. Yeah, what's my flyer? Um, Where's have, your flyer? You're looking for the flyer. Make sure you speak right into that microphone. People can't hear you unless you get real close to it. Thank you. So, All right. Well, you can go. Oh, this is Adrian. You can Adrian. <laughs> She's gonna do it. Um, Rocky Balboa, Adrian. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. I hate that. You hate it. You, at first, you did, I did it. You thought it was funny, and you liked Not it. Now really. you hate it. No, you. Yeah, I like when she gets. Like, they, now they get honest. No, she was just like, no. She just appeased you at first. Yeah, she was making you feel better. All right, I've heard it before. Do people do this to you when you say that? Always. Oh, so you're bringing it up up front and then getting mad. You're setting up. You're setting it up to get angry at people, Adrian. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> All right, so you can find um, information about the, the the fundraiser on experienceautism.com. There is a link to the event um, to buy tickets, but you can also go to um, go on Facebook and um, look up my band page. It's Bitter Hearts. Oh, you're in a band too? I am in the band that's going to be at the fundraiser. Oh, nice. nice. What kind You're the of lead band singer? Is it? So it's a cover band. I nice. am the lead singer. Um, <laughs> yeah. We do a lot of s- Rock stuff you it. wouldn't think that we would do. Like what? Um, we do some Black Sabbath. Oh, we do sweet. We do, do some sweet, Pat Benatar. Do you do Sweet Leaf? By the way? No. We do. <laughs> Black Sabbath? Or no. no. Uh, What's a Pat Benatar song? Hit me with your Heart, best shot? No. Heartbreaker. You, Heartbreaker. Oh, oh, what about yeah. Prince? That makes sense. No Prince. Heartbreaker. <laughs> no Prince. You got me on the Adrian thing. You are a heartbreaker. We do some Billy Idol. Which one? Of course, Rebel Yell. Oh, yeah. oh my it, favorite. And this band, I mean, I got to give props to, to my band because they're amazing. Um, Where can people find Sha- info on them again? Uh, Bitter Hearts okay. on Facebook. B- Bitter Hearts. Yes. Hearts or heart? Hearts with an S. Bitter Hearts. Okay. Yes. And it's two words. Do you do Facebook. heart too? No, but um, we've discussed that. We that might come later. I remember some kids in high school when uh, I was growing up. They had a major crush on that on the, on the <laughs> girls, the lady, the sisters from my heart. But um, so um, yep. Sean Gadsby is my um, guitarist. He's amazing. We have um, Mark Painter on bass and Andy Tidd, who just had a baby. Congratulations, Andy, um, on drums. Excellent. So we're all parents, and um, Sean also has um, a child with autism, so um, it's everywhere. It yeah, really is. it's very uh, prevalent. Mm-hmm. And this is in two weeks, uh, Saturday, May 28th at 6 p.m. at the Knights of Columbus, 440 Webster Street, Rockland, Massachusetts. Uh, I, I encourage people to support this, go to it, donate. If you can't go, yep. you can still donate, right? Yes, you can. Right. What's the website for that again? Um, it's experienceautism.com. Okay, experienceautism.com. Yep. We got to make sure that's. And on there, you look for the link to the um, Be Safe fundraiser. Awesome. It's right on the page. I and I think I added you, Mike, to the event. I did. I'm oh, just, okay. I've got it right yep. there. And Be Safe the Movie, there's tickets to it as well uh, through their website, Be yes, Safe the Movie. Yes, you can order via their secure button, or you can order directly from us, or you can mail a check. Made out to Camino Cinema, mailed to P.O. Box 702, Hanson, Massachusetts. And just, and just to be clear, the Be Safe, the movie, is, is, is not a movie that you go and see. It's part of the program to train the officers. I see. That they use oh, okay. it with the kids. 
in the community event. Excellent. But it's great if you. I have a DVD. I don't know if they're available. It um, might be available on the website. Yeah, you can buy sure. them on the website as well. But the the whole point for us is to have the police trained so that they can. Um, help develop a rapport with these kids, um, have them in, you know, they have a kind of a night where they watch the movie together, they get to ask each other questions, get to know each other, and I think it's just, it's win-win for all of them. So this is the fundraiser right. to raise money for the whole Be Safe uh, training for the yes. police, which we love. I mean, this is, I'm glad you brought that up so we get that right. Sometimes we screw things up, but <laughs> we deal with a lot of information here, and, and uh, glad you uh, made that uh, clarification, Adrian. Uh, again, I want to thank you both for coming in, Laurie uh, and Adrian. Thank you for having us. Yes. Yeah, and uh, again, check that out. Uh, you know, we're going to invite some of you too as well. We're going to post the uh, Facebook page, uh, Facebook event on our page. We're the Young Jerks. Yep. If you haven't, uh, like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash the Young Jerks. If you've been listening for the first time today, uh, if you uh, follow us maybe on podcast, you know, like uh, Stitcher, iTunes, like us on Facebook. Follow what we're doing. We post all the links uh, from the show up on that Facebook page. Uh, we also have VoteAaronJames.org. He was a candidate earlier on the show, the Pirate Party. You can support him there. Uh, we also had uh, Stephen Mandilli we want to thank for coming on the show. Yeah. Uh, he's with Veterans Alternative Healing. You can work. like them on Facebook page as well. Um, and again, we want to thank you for the autism uh, work that you're doing. Uh, the police, uh, it's Autism Police Safety Fundraiser. Uh, the Knights of Columbus, 440 Webster Street, Saturday, May 28th. Uh, experienceautism.com is the website. You can find out all the information. Uh, keep us updated, too. I want to. We I, will. I want, right. Yeah. Like, we want to know all the progress you're making. And uh, if there's any police or law enforcement, I have some friends who are in law enforcement. I don't know if they listen to the show. They might. Some of them have uh, sent me some supportive messages. Uh, if they're in law enforcement out there or their brothers or sisters are. Yeah, we'd love to see member, them at the event. They can sign up for this and join it. Absolutely. And, yeah, they can find out more information. Yep. Okay, perfect. Uh, we're the Young Jerks. Next week, we're going to come back. We were hoping to maybe get a little teaser with him today uh, to promote next week, but we didn't have enough time. Right. Uh, next week, you know who we're going to have on the show? We got a few people, actually. I haven't even told you yet. Yeah, we just, I thought we just talked about it, but I think I forget. Yeah, well, no, actually, one of them I didn't. Uh, well, you, you saw this week uh, there was some political news with uh, a, a candidate for office that we had on the show recently, Josh Shandersky. Oh, right, right, Shandersky. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. He had a little bit of an issue with the uh, ballot and uh, getting on the ballot. He was two voters short. Two Damn. of them got disqualified. Uh, he made some statements to the media. Uh, oh, boy. And the press wasn't too good to him. Evan Falchuk has kind of disowned him from the United Independent Party. Oh, no. Uh, Josh told me I need to, you know, watch the videos and look at all of his statements to be clear. He, he's kind of contesting some of the media coverage. Um, we're going to talk all about that next well, week I mean, with him. media can suck. So, yeah. You know. We're going we're gonna to go dive right in and see if he's right or wrong on it, uh, see if he regrets any of it. Uh, what his steps going forward are. We're going to have him on the show next week, which Great. is going to be exciting. That'll be fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I think we also have um, Scott Batano from Oh, awesome. Is Social he going to be able to smoke? I don't know. I, I, I know, leg like, you know legally he's off his uh, probation issues, yeah, but he also but has some children and, you know, right, right, and custodial right. issues. So who knows? Maybe he can, maybe he can't. 
Uh, maybe we won't make it public. I don't know. But he's definitely coming in. Uh, Social High is doing great things yeah, right they now. Are. We yeah. want to update on what he's doing. He's been right. supporting us. We've been They're supporting huge. him. Uh, some of his memes. Uh, there was oh, some yeah. controversy on Twitter about that. We're going to talk to him about that. I think he's doing a 420 comedy tour next yeah. week as well. Oh, yeah. So yeah. we're going to have him back. It's going to be too. another big show next week. Yeah, yeah. it's going to yeah. be fun. Every week we're doing it here. Yep. WEMF Radio. The Young Jerks. Again, I want to thank all of our guests. Uh, we'll run down right now. Steven Mendeli, give him a huge round yes, of thank you. Thank you, Steve. And thank you for all the calls, too. Yeah. We had a, uh, a father-in-law that called in. Uh, Rick, I, yeah, it was a good call, Rick. Thank you. Quick and to the point. And uh, you, you can tell Rick really yeah. does like, uh, love Steve. He's got a lot of support. Him. Yeah. And that's what we need. Uh, I also want to... Uh, uh, vet- Veterans Alternative Healing is his group. Support them. Ex- uh, experienceautismagain.com. I want to thank Laurie and Adrian for coming in one more time. I'll give you a huge round of applause. Thank you. I love you. We're going to take pictures too. Uh, we also uh, wish voteaaronjames.org is the website. Right. We wish Aaron James the best of luck yes, in his campaign for, for state rep. Thank you for coming on. call him a pirate. Yes, we'll yep. have the pirate back on. That was good, Rose. Yeah, we call him a pirate. Do you have any more uh, pirate sayings like uh, ahoy or like uh, what? I did, matey. <laughs> you can go all day with that, right? Yeah, with oh, the, yeah. Yeah, that whole that's dumb joke like, hey, you heard about the latest movie that the pirate into saw? It was rated R. R. <laughs> oh, oh, it's killing we, it. <laughs> we could have a rated R campaign. <laughs> rated R campaign. <laughs> we're the Young Jerks. We'll be back next week, Saturday, 6 p.m. Uh, I'm very happy today. It was a good show, and yeah. I'm happy to get the news. We broke yeah. some news with Steve Mandilli here, who's been making news. Been I making love news. that. Yes, yeah. he does. So, uh, I can't wait to hear what happens in that conversation. Congratulations to everyone who's working for change and uh, seeing things uh, actually happen. Uh, we can change things, especially yep. locally in our backyard. Right, Laurie? Yeah. Yep. Like, like Adrian? Yeah. Like Right, Rose? <laughs> yes. Right, Stephen Mandilli over there? He's right. saying that's right. We and the people. Aaron James, we yeah, the it. Pirates, and Lauren, we know it, right? Yep, yeah, we, we do it. Yeah. So we'll be back next week at uh, 6 p.m. on WEMF Radio. want to thank WEMF Radio always. And uh, the Canicare Docs. Canicare Docs. Docs, yes. You need a recommendation, get it from them. And coming up so, uh, soon at 8 p.m., it is the New Year's. Did I say that? New Year's, right? New Year's. New Year's. Program. They're a prog rock show. I like them. They have a lot of good artists in the show. Yeah. Those are good guys. Uh, keep listening. WEMF Radio. Saturdays, you know what time it is. Uh, coming up at uh, 8 p.m. We're out of here. We'll see you next week at 6 p.m. with the Young Jerks. Howdy, folks. Thank you. If you are looking for a top quality truck, pickup, or SUV, check out the Abington Auto Mall. The Abington Auto Mall is the largest pre-owned dealer located conveniently on Route 18 in Abington, Massachusetts. At the Abington Auto Mall, you will be greeted by no pressure, knowledgeable, and friendly salespeople to help you view the large selection of pre-owned vehicles. The Abington Auto Mall has a complete walk-in service, is currently offering an oil change at an unbelievable low price of $12.95. If you want your vehicle service or you would like to view the vehicle inventory at the Abington Auto Mall, please visit us at abingtonautomall.com. That's abingtonautomall.com. Mall.com.